Welcome to Foresight Friday Roundup, Foresight Health's podcast series for healthcare revolutionaries. Outcomes matter, customers count, and value rules. Hello again, everyone. This is Dave Burdup, news editor at Foresight Health. It is Friday, March 26th. As you know, last week was Patient Safety Awareness Week, and we spent our time on last week's show talking about patient safety. But while we were doing that, a lot of big healthcare deals went down that could reshape the healthcare delivery landscape. So on today's episode of the Foresight Friday Roundup, we're going to talk about the big healthcare deals and what they say about the direction of the industry. We're going to talk about Amazon going national with its new virtual care program for employees, Doctor on Demand merging with Grand Rounds to create a new virtual care company, Glenn Tolman of Allscripts and Lavango fame forming a new virtual care company called Transparent, and for good measure, we'll throw in Blackstone's investment in Ginger, a virtual mental health care provider. I think the key word here is virtual. To tell us what it all means are Dave Johnson, founder and CEO of Foresight Health, and Julie Merchantson, partner at Transformation Capital. Hi, Dave. Hi, Julie. How are you guys doing this morning? Dave? Virtual is as virtual does. DVDs, PhDs, LSD, who needs them when we've got PhDs? Big <laughs> healthcare deals. <laughs> All right. Julie, can you tap that? I'm really going to have to up my game, honestly. <laughs> That's He's getting better and better. I'll say it has been a busy week on the news front, and we are continuing to see our growing mental health problems with our friends in Colorado. So tough week around here. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Thank you. Before we talk about all these big deals and why they're a big deal, let's get an update on your COVID vaccine status. Dave, where do you stand? Well, next Wednesday, I will sit for my second Pfizer shot. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. Free at last. (laughs) Thanks, Dave. Julie, how about you? Any updates? Well, I have a little surprise and a little tip. But last Friday, a woman on my daughter's volleyball team sent me an email with a next door post. So get on your next door, everybody around the country. And they were looking for people, anybody to come take appointments that day because our civic center had a ton of open appointments and they were going to waste vaccines. So I've now become one of those people who got their first shot because it would have been wasted. And although I had some trepidation ethically about doing that, I think it was the right thing to do. Good for you. Good job. Yeah, well, it's kind of the same thing for me. Out of the blue, I got a slot from my physician network, and I got my first dose last Friday right after the show. So I'll get the uh, second dose two weeks from today. So uh, I guess my high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and high BMI finally came in handy. All right, let's talk about all these deals that happened over the past week. Dave, you get to go first, and you get Amazon and Transparent. Tell us what happened and why they're important. I've written two books about market-driven healthcare reform. Markets respond to opportunity. There is a bigger gap in healthcare than in any other industry between what consumers want and what status quo business practices deliver. Uh, Given healthcare's monumental scale, that gap creates a mountain of opportunity for entrepreneurial investors. In Amazon and Transparent, We've got proven innovators taking aim at replacing dysfunctional healthcare business practices with high value offerings. Amazon first, when it comes to healthcare services, they've got an app for that. 
Amazon launched Amazon Care in 2019 to offer virtual care services to its Seattle-based employees. Amazon Care now offers a broad array of virtual and in-person care services. These include video chat appointments 24-7 with almost instantaneous access through their care medical channel, convenient pharmacy and prescription delivery services, in-person care delivery at home, convenient screening centers, pop-up sites for services such as vaccinations. Now they're taking Amazon Care on the road. That was the big announcement this week. They're starting with their own 1.3 million employees. They expect to be in all 50 states. They're targeting employers. It's Amazon, so they'll bundle these services into cohesive, consumer-friendly offerings. Telehealth and home health are crowded fields. Expect Amazon to compete on price and value as they build out their platform. So if Amazon is a muscle scale play, Transparent is a more targeted strategic brain play aimed at the employee-sponsored healthcare space, benefit space. Like Amazon Care, Transparent was founded in 2019 it's going big time now with Livongo founder Glenn Tolman as the CEO and Tolman's seven wire partners leading the investment team. That was the big news last week. My single biggest frustration within healthcare is that self-insured employers haven't demanded more value for their healthcare purchases, even as the cost of commercial healthcare plans has escalated at double the rate of medical inflation over the last 20 years. Incredible. Transparent aims to break up regional pricing monopolies by getting employees access to low-cost, high-quality care, even if it means getting on airplanes. They will have a series of digital platform overlays to guide care navigation to make it less confusing, complex, and costly. They have an at-risk business model, so employers only pay for value received. That's very powerful. What Amazon and Transparent have in common is a determination to take routine care out of high-cost hospitals. Do you feel the ground under traditional providers and payers rumbling yet? Interesting. Julie, what's your take on the moves by Amazon and Transparent? Who wins, who loses? Well, these are big moves. I'm not sure they're equally big, but that really remains to be seen. First on Amazon, it feels like three years ago all over again with the announcement of Haven and the way some leaders are reacting in the industry. Some are really concerned about the big threat, while others are just rolling their eyes. You know, the reality is the first losers have been the telehealth companies as these companies have increasingly commoditized. Amazon's an issue for the pure plays and you know, definitely an issue for even the broader offerings. Shares of Teladoc fell 4.5% on Wednesday, so there's a reaction there. In the long run... Provider incumbents likely lose, obviously, facing serious competition for primary care business, but also the potential steerage that Amazon could do if they developed a more sophisticated offering. Employees obviously win with the appointments within 60 seconds and 24-7 report. However, I would argue that if you're getting this kind of care, you're not getting quite the continuity of care with some of the more sophisticated telehealth models that are out there. And honestly, it's a mixed bag for employers. If Amazon undercuts market pricing... They may not care. Uh, otherwise, I think there probably are more one-stop shop-like offerings for employers out there. But if Amazon opens to Prime members, which they have with everything, right, it, this gets really interesting. Transparent is something else. I mean, this model is based on concepts that have been discussed for years. And although it seems very hard to pull off, I would never 
in a million years, but against Glenn Tolman. And this is Glenn's dream to actually develop a model that brings value to the overall system. So great place for him. You know, employers definitely win. Um, Transparent's taking an impressive amount of risk in these arrangements, which limits the downside for the employer. They also aren't charging employers for upfront costs or any type of per member per month fee. The employees of those employers are definitely winning on experience and care quality. Transparent says they'll provide chat, phone, video, you know, all the kind of navigation services that Dave just talked about. And they also won't see any premiums, copays, or bills. So that's winning, winning, winning in my mind. The providers around the country are, you know, definitely potentially losing. Transparent will, as Dave said, fly people around the country. So the impact could be felt, you know, far and wide for providers. And of course, the transparent providers win. (laughs) And health plans may in fact lose if transparent carves expensive care out of their ASO business. It depends upon how these relationships are structured. But overall, as I said, the healthcare system absolutely should be winning here because theoretically, transparent provider pricing is going to be less expensive than most other providers for what is promised to be higher quality. So everyone in the system will start to save money with a model like this. It's very big-brained, very bold. Got it. Thanks, Julie. Dave, anything to add to Julie's comments? Julie and I are on the same page here completely. Two of my three force multipliers for revolutionary healthcare change are empowered buyers of healthcare services. So think employer-sponsored health plans and liberated data. What Glenn Tolman is doing with Transparent is, is taking both of those force multipliers and putting them together in an incredibly powerful way. And that's why I said it's more of a brain play than a muscle play. And I, like Julie, I wouldn't bet against them at all. What I'd say about Amazon is I think they played Haven like a Stradivarius. You know, they're big at experiments. They were running parallel service offerings uh, through Amazon Care while, while supposedly being a part of Haven. And when it closed down last month, I think Bezos was was laughing all the way to the bank. So, you know, they're just going to keep at it and keep at it until they get it right. And just like with Prime, where they're willing to lose a lot of money on last mile delivery, I think they're willing to, you know, basically bet the farm on providing low cost, convenient options, even if they aren't the most optimal, as, as Julie was describing. So these are both big movers uh, as far as I'm concerned. Thanks, Dave. Julie, uh, you're up and you get Doctor on Demand slash Grand Rounds, which you brought up on last week's show, and Blackstone slash Ginger. What happened and why are they important? First, what a big week or week and a half, huh? Let's start with Grand Rounds and Doctors on Demand. First of all, it's great to see Owen Tripp and Hill Ferguson get together to make this happen, not only because they are great, but because their worlds are changing quickly, and this is a strong move. Harkening back to our Amazon discussion, uh, this deal is creating one of the broader offerings I talked about before. The combined company is going to help consumers find the right care, coaching, expertise for their diagnoses or conditions, and now include some of the care that virtually that they can actually deliver themselves. So it's a much more integrated model. The combination is also addressing competition. Doctor on Demand competes with Teladoc, MD Live, a host of smaller but rapidly growing companies like Plush Care, but now Amazon. Grand Rounds has been competing head-to-head with Accolade, which is a public company with two and a quarter billion dollar market cap which is much larger than Grand Rounds. 
Accolade just acquired Second MD, and it's in a great position to keep acquiring. So the competitive landscape for these two companies is rapidly, rapidly changing, and they had to do something about it and uh, will likely do more. Lastly, I think it's pretty interesting because Doctor on Demand is now, with the MD Live acquisition by Cigna, one of the last kind of pure play telehealth companies out there. So there aren't many of those left to be combined into a larger offering. So it's a great move on Grand Rounds part. Ginger, you know, my favorite topic, mental health, behavioral health. Ginger has now become a unicorn literally almost overnight. If you look at the amount of funding they've taken on in the last 12 to 18 months, they now also very importantly become an acquirer of companies with this latest round. So like Teladoc and Livongo, we'll, we'll start to see Ginger acquire companies, I think, at a rapid pace. We all know the stats. Some from Ginger's most recent report include a few zingers. 48% of employees report experiencing high to extreme stress over the past year. Not shocking. And the number of employees who've used some sort of technology-based mental health support has increased by 66%. Also not shocking. But these are two trends that would tell any investor like Blackstone, it is time to sign up for a company like this because they have all sorts of avenues to create value by creating a digital front door for behavioral health. And unlike some of its competitors, Ginger is doing all this with a value-based mindset, and that's why we love them. They allow employers to offer every eligible employee an adult-dependent care. It's not just for the high-end people who can afford expensive therapy. Ginger plans to use the funding to continue to expand this value-based access to mental health care to multinational payers and health plans. And I think the health plans are key here for that triage, you know, digital front door point I just talked about. And they also want to extend their reach to the underserved populations uh, through government relationships and other nonprofit collaborations, which is amazing. And lastly, you know, Russ is an incredible CEO. So I think we'll see great things out of Ginger. Thanks, Julie. Interesting. Uh, Dave, what are your uh, 30,000 foot takeaways from these two deals? Well, now that we've got a ginger, I'm, I'm waiting for Marianne. Just a couple of observations and then one big picture observation. On doctors in demand with Grand Rounds, that starts to look a lot like Teladoc, an integrated platform. Teladoc has Best Doctors, uh, which is the same service as Grand Rounds, the high-value second opinions. And when you put all that together, it's, it's very powerful and integrated. Ginger, I think, is an example of a company that can fit into one of these broad integrated platforms in an almost seamless way. So the opportunity to bring all care together in a holistic way, physical and mental, I think, is, is very powerful. In terms of the 30,000-foot view on the two transactions, Dave, I'm going to do you double that. I'm going to talk about all four in a kind of strange way. Al Jaffe, the famous illustrator for Mad Magazine, remember What Me Worry, had his 100th birthday a couple of weeks ago. I think he wrote snappy answers to stupid questions. I have that book. <laughs> and illustrated it as yeah. well. So the New York Times Sunday crossword puzzle on March 13th was a tribute to him. And embedded in the clues were a whole host of inventions that Al Jaffe predicted well in advance of their becoming available. Automatic redial on telephones, spell checker, three-blade razors, graffiti-proof buildings. Those were some of the clues. And is it really that hard to imagine healthcare in 10 or 15 years being offered through these 
very agile, digital, consumer-friendly, decentralized platforms. You know, Bill Gates makes the observation, we overestimate technology's impact in the first two years, but underestimate it over 10 years. I think we've got the future of healthcare unfolding before our eyes right now. All we really need is Al Jaffe to come in and illustrate it for us. Great. Thanks, Dave. Good imagery there. You know, I'm struck by what Dave just said at the end there. It was so powerful. I think we're seeing this unfold before our very eyes. And I think we'll see all sorts of models in terms of, you know, health plans offering new in-network options that are pure telehealth and health plans also offering direct member services in some of these areas. I'm talking about mental health specifically here. And I think just the the competitive landscape is very rapidly shifting from where we've been for the last decade in a bunch of feature function companies to now getting to real, more platform opportunities that can be scaled much more quickly. So Dave is 100% right. We are just at a really interesting time in where we are in how we define healthcare. Thanks, Julie. Now, as always on the roundup, let's talk about next week. Julie, what's on the docket for healthcare next week? Well, I'm going to go back to my opening comments and say that I think we'll see a, a lot more focus again on mental health because we're going to see a lot more um, concern about gun control. And uh, I think it's a good conversation. We need to be doing something somewhere about this. Got it. Dave, what's showing up on your healthcare radar next week? Well, last week I said I hoped we'd be talking about gun violence and predicted we wouldn't be. And then, of course, we had another mass shooting. So this connection between guns and mental health and America right now is front and center, and it should be. The only other thing I'd I'd say is the confirmation hearings for the top three people at HHS have been extremely contentious. Vice President Harris had to cast the deciding vote to get uh, Becerra into the secretary position. Vanita Gupta just came out of committee hearings with a split vote. Looks like that's going to be the same kind of 50-50. And the deputy, the number two position, Andrea Palm, hasn't had her hearings yet, but her home state senator, Ron Johnson, isn't supporting her nomination. And I look at this and wonder if it's a portent for some very contentious deliberations over health care policy as the Biden administration gets rolling on its health care reform proposals. Yeah, definitely some foreshadowing there. Thanks, Dave. And thank you, Julie. That is all the time we have for today. Keep wheeling and dealing. If you'd like to learn more about the topics we discussed, please visit our website at foresighthealth.com. You also can find a recording of this podcast and all our podcasts on the Healthcare Now Radio Network, iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services. Thanks for listening. I'm Dave Berta for Foresight Health.